Speaking um, of Twitch, check us out on Twitch. Uh, follow us on Twitch and check out our stream on Twitch. Yeah, we stream three times a week. Uh, four times a week, actually. Each one of us has their individual streams. I've been streaming uh, Command & Conquer on Mondays. Being Apologize for it. skipping last week. Yep. yep. Um, I'm horrible at well, because you guys both took the other two genres. I wasn't going to play fighting games. The other two genres. There's yeah, only there's two that. genres in the gaming world. It's well, I mean, like, games. major genres. Like, fighting major. games, shooting. Who plays fighting games? Who the fuck plays fighting games? Uh, no you do, Ben. You play every possible oh, okay, variant okay, okay. of fighting game. Okay, what's FIFA? Is FIFA a fighting game it's or a, is it a shooting game? It's a foot fighting game. It's, it's a, a foot, foot shooting <laughs> game. That's right, because there's tackling. <laughs> I mean, there's sports games. I don't know, but okay. What's Harvest Moon? Yeah, or maybe I should start playing. <laughs> That's definitely a fighting game. You're fighting boredom. <laughs> You're fighting the elements. You're fighting uh, poor crop Yourself. production. Yeah. Uh, You're fighting all kinds of things. Come on, Ben. Everything's really a here. fighting game when you look come That's down right. to it. Because <laughs> everything's fighting for your attention, but let Dos and a Half Cinco's podcast win that battle. Wow. And welcome to another episode of Dos Nav Cinco's. This is episode number 48. This week we cover Shaun of the Dead in our movie of the week and part of that's what I call Cinco's action, as well as, if you've been following, Street Sharks Season 3, okay. episode 12. Um, before we get into it, I, as always, I'm your host, David. And I'm appalled that you're you're doing the radio voice. I'm not doing yeah, a radio voice. You were kind of doing early a radio for, voice. It's too early for this. It's, <laughs> it's too early for the radio voice. What? And I'm Stuart. Uh, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sleepy Ben. What's up? What do you mean Sleepy Ben? I thought I thought Ben wakes up at like 7 a.m. every day. I don't know. I know he was the one I who wanted was to sleep in today, all right? Because I was playing Gundam last night pretty late. And then I'm like, <laughs> all right. And then I totally forgot because I had my phone in the other room. I didn't have my phone on me the whole day. And when I was going to bed, I looked at my phone and I was like, <laughs> oh, nine o'clock today, right? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Ben, you're the one who has puppies and dogs at home. I do. Like, don't they wake you up at six? Like, dude, don't, doesn't no. your doggos wake you up early? No. Oh. Yeah. Well, my, you have very dog considerate too. doggos. Well, yeah. they're also, uh, cordoned off on the other side of the house so oh lucky yeah my dogs like claw at the door at like six or seven and then we just let them out to do their business and then i go back to bed well letty does although (laughs) although one of them does try to wake me up at you know you know two three in the morning four in the morning (laughs) why just by barking at just she does these really um intermittent barks like not really barking at anything particularly you sure she's not dreaming yeah i'm absolutely sure um <laughs> and she's she's always been kind of the slow one so i always just imagine her just like staring at the wall barking um, <laughs> yeah uh she did that last night and i was like nope i'm not gonna enable this behavior chloe i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna go out there and tell you to stop barking I know you just want attention. I'm not going to come out there, even if it's me telling you to be quiet. And so, but event, yeah. So last night, eventually, she stopped. So, 
Nice. Thank God. Otherwise, I don't know if I'd be awake right now. Mm. Ben, what were you doing playing Gundam all night last night if it wasn't on stream? Unless you have a second stream. Are you cheating on us? <laughs> Look, man, I, I'm a man who needs more than just one stream in my life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you always told us that we were enough. That's why we started this venture together. Look, you know, people grow, all right? You know, people just drift apart. You know, they, they discover, you know, younger, hotter streams, all right? <laughs> Thinner streams. Well, don't worry. We're going to Streams I've been going from... to the gym. <laughs> what? Streams that have been keeping... Which gym has been... Yeah, which gym has been open, though? It doesn't matter, all right? You know, some people just... Some streams don't let that stop them, all right? It's just excuses have... with you. I've heard this excuse every day from you. Some when are you going to start, huh? Some streams have home gyms. Yeah, we don't have that kind of budget. And that's why I think we should start seeing other streams. <laughs> All right. We well, streaming other uh, I guess this will be the last episode with Ben on it because <laughs> we're getting a divorce. <laughs> but uh, And we're taking all half of everything <laughs> from Ben. Joint custody. So David will do a podcast on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, ben <laughs> will do it Thursday, Friday, and then we have joint custody Saturdays of half of stew, <laughs> so we have a quarter of a cinco. No, yeah. this is your this is your guys' breakup. I'm I'm involved, like I'm I'm still involved in all of each project, but it's yeah, just we get one him half the time. Going to be. I get stew on the weekdays. Yeah. You get it, stew on the weekends. Deal. Then you can't be bringing him back after you <laughs> pump him full of sugar. I'm not dealing with that mess on Mondays. Hey, you know, I am going to deem what's right for my stew and you guys. Guys, this is getting too real. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we start going down this rabbit hole, um, you guys see anything else besides our movie of the week, Shaun of the Dead? I saw one of my favorite movies growing up. Well, not really growing up. You saw Heavyweights again? No, but. Although that would have been a good second choice. I saw Speed Racer. The 2008 hit. Yeah, I was going to say, oh growing God. up, you were like already grown up at that point. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Well, we're all I guess, still growing up. In maybe life. not maybe not mentally, mentally. grown up. But yeah. <laughs> physically, you were grown up. <laughs> we're all still growing up mentally, right? No, right? I feel like I'm, I'm pretty stunted. I think I'm <laughs> Well, I gotta watch Speed Racer again, so I'm pretty happy. Okay. I tried to get Letty to watch it with me, and then I don't know how it happened, but she compared me to Hitler. <laughs> I mean, please, no, wait, actually, it, I can, can you it. explain how that happened? I said because on Fridays I watch a movie with Bowie and some other guys. We always cho- we always take turns choosing movies, and it was my turn, so I said I'm going to choose Speed Racer, and she said, "How could you do that? That's so inhumane," and. I said, what do you mean? It's a wonderful movie. And she said, well, Hitler thought that he was doing something good for the world. Look at that. He's got a point. She's absolutely right. (laughs) Stu, I just realized how we could replace Ben. We could just get Letty on on the podcast. Nope. (laughs) Or Hitler. I mean, (laughs) put Hitler on. (laughs) He thought he was doing some good. We also think that we are doing some good by running this podcast. You know, what are you trying to say? Had pieces of flair. Wow. That he made, or, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she was at it's fucking oh. nine. It's nine in the morning on a Saturday. Sh- shut up, dude. Wow. That was so good. No, dude, that was perfect. All right, uh, what about you, Nazis Steve? Nazis wear there. <laughs> Wait, so you're going to replace me with Hitler? Yep. yep. So you're going to call. You have to rename the podcast to Nine and a Half Sinkos. Nine. Wow. Then we got to get seven more people. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Stu? Anything else besides uh, Shaun of the Dead? No, I've just been rewatching uh, 30 Rock and then uh, still trying to finish get or get through Last of Us Part 2. This game just won't end. Yeah, it, it's quite long. It's a quite I long. feel like we've been talking about this for quite some time. So I, what, like, I thought what, I was close to it? the end and then it revealed to me last night that it's like, nope. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm um, assuming this is one of those games where... Uh, you were like, "Well, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad this is over. I'm done with this. Uh, crap, there's more." Yeah, I mean, I'll say Instead this of... though. I'll say this though. Okay. I like the game. The gameplay is fun. I like the gameplay. The the com the melee combat uh, is very satisfying. Um, story like... also satisfying. What character is also satisfying? No, that's the part. That's the part I'm. I'm I'm finding myself cringing at times of how how bad some of these some of these moments are happening. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get too much into it. But I have a lot of gripes about not so much the story in it of itself, just how some of the interactions take place that make me cringe. So I think I'm in it. the opposite camp. I'm like, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm, I what, felt you think like the I gameplay was, sucks, but you really like the story. It's not the gameplay sucks. It was just like it was getting to this point where, like, I was, you know, I'm kind of like, I, th- I think we might have been at the same point where it was like, oh, I, I think it's at the end. Thank God, you know. But then it just keeps going, and I found it like thinking about it, you know, going through the game again. It's just like, oh crap, you know, that just means more sneaking around waiting until someone comes around and like hitting them and then like a whole bunch of sequences like that and i don't know just like uh is it really worth it to go through it uh i mean it's it's satisfying time out this is coming from a guy whose favorite genre of games is essentially doing the same thing every every game yeah but you gotta talk (laughs) shit on people it's great you gotta talk shit why don't you be like me and talk shit at the characters because they're not going to react back. <laughs> like, I can talk, talk to shit Letty, then. Yeah, Letty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get out of the house and stop paying our mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the dog. Yeah, eat shit, Letty. We're playing for the dogs now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but but you don't find you don't you don't find yourself. Like some of the interactions, I, I, I'm finding them really hard to, like, watch and be like, this is a reasonable interaction between people. Uh, like, uh, are there any characters in particular? I don't know. Well, it's been a while since I've played. Oh, obviously, I still hate uh, Dina. Uh, oh, she, okay. She's very annoying to me. Um, but I think. Um, like, I don't know, I think, like, one of the one of the things, I guess, is, like, 
I guess how, well, I don't want, actually, that's too much of a spoiler. I don't want to talk about it. Plus, I'm not finished with it yet, so. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But I just want to I don't think I got into that part yet. If you're just talking about Dina, Uh then uh, I'm pretty much at the part where, like, you kind of take over and go to the other part. Right. Yeah, I finished that part. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know any other character besides Dina. (laughs) Okay. So Pretty much. But yeah, so uh, that's where I'm at with it. So, but I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I think I might just kind of move on and maybe try Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know. Right. That's I'm trying to finish this game so I can go to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have a I get I want to I want to after I'm finished with the game I'm going to try to go read about you know what other people are were saying about it because I don't know what anyone's saying about it but. Mm-hmm. This it definitely has a um it's it's definitely trying to do uh it's trying to shovel some some wokeness I feel like to uh people but it's like I don't know who the they think the target audience of their game is but you know it it just feels very forced to me but I see. yeah I haven't really gotten that far so I have no idea what you're talking about right (laughs) oh yeah there there's more stuff um that happens that's even more like makes it even more like that so (laughs) welcome to the podcast where we speak very vaguely about stuff (laughs) (laughs) how come you guys aren't this eloquent or this articulate when we're not in the spoiler zone and then you you guys are articulate (laughs) yeah we're we're basically saying nothing. <laughs> that part, you know, that one part after that other part, you know, you know, you, you know. Yeah, there's a thing I like, and then there's a thing I don't like. <laughs> oh, I, I totally know about that thing. <laughs> well, for me, as a person who's never, who hasn't touched the game, hasn't played it, I have no idea the hell you guys are talking Good. about. But for people who have played it, I'm sure you guys were able to make that connection between the two. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, we could it's be totally so, pot shots in the dark, you know. We could yeah. totally be assuming something totally oh, that's different. What I'm from the assu- other <laughs> that's what I'm assuming you guys are doing, because that's what Stu has been wanting to do with TV shows that, like, uh, that you've been talking about, Ben. Like, where he's <laughs> like, "Oh, um, I just started this brand new TV show. Oh, name and what was the name of the main character?" And then you're little tell it was Tommy. It's like, "Oh yeah, I heard Tommy kills everybody in like in the fifth episode." And he goes, "What?" Yeah. Right. Well, so, welcome to I'm, Stu's I'm, fake spoiler zone. Hey, correct. <laughs> I'm assuming that's happening, even though there tends to be some agreement. So you guys may have already planned this ahead of time. I don't know, but I, know. Yeah. I assume you guys have better things to do. But I also know that you guys probably don't have anything yeah. better. To when do I than when I finish the game, I'll uh, reveal some of the stuff that I am not a fan of. Okay. Um, so all right, then we look forward to that. So Stu, hurry up and finish the game so that way. Yeah, so I can get to Ghost of Sashimi. Sashimi. Ghost of Sashimi. Yeah, because that's a lot of people are getting really into that one. Um, Ben, have you started it? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Playing Gundam. Yeah, playing Gundam, David. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, until the wee hours in the morning, and then forgetting that we have a we have a recording session. Oh well, that sounds like a cue for us to shark dive into Street Sharks Season 3 Episode 12.
In this one, surprise, surprise, Dr. Paradigm has come cooked up another scheme. This time it comes with nuclear waste. And his solution for the entire city is Wolverinepedes, <laughs> which wreak havoc and cause for Rip and the gang to have to step in once again to save the geckos who are underground. And they uh, ask for help from their dad and... And we still don't know what his dad looks like. And, of course, they saved the day. Um, yeah. This... I don't think the Street Sharks really care about re- reuniting with their dad. Yeah, they bring him up a lot, this... though. Because well, they, they, bas- they they introduce or they reintroduce the Geckos, guys. And they clearly have a connection to their father. And they meet up with this like the Gecko guy. And they don't even be like, they're not even like, hey, so where's our dad? You know where our dad is? They didn't even ask that. <laughs> they're more they're more concerned about what they get to eat after their uh, well, immense amount immense like uh, usage of uh, physical activity. I can't fault throwing. them for that. Huh? Yeah. I can't fault them for that. I mean, humongo, yeah, they are technically still burgers. That's true. Yeah, and dads don't sell action figures. It's true. Well, if you don't know what he looks like, then of course he's never going to be able to sell. Well, action unless figure. he's like some sort of Voltron shark thing, he's not going to sell an action figure or something. I'm actually imagine shark. based on the silhouette of uh, the couple times that we've seen, like what the dad kind of turned into. I kind of imagine the the thing that Doc, uh, the uh, that uh, King Triton turned into when Ursula from uh, Little Mermaid. Like zaps him and he turns into like one of those like weird gooey things. I don't even know what they're called. What? Ben or David, when's the last time you watched Little Mermaid? Uh probably yes, seven years ago. Week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that would be my pick for anime. I'm just kidding. No, um so You said seven years ago? Mm-hmm. So when you were twenty four? Yes. <laughs> ben, do you wanna know when the last time I saw Little Mermaid was? Probably no, like please, please tell me, Sue. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> None of us know what? what you're talking about, David. Well, shit. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit, bail out. <laughs> no, it's just like one of those like weird, creepy, whatever. Um, but yeah, we don't know what his dad looks like. But, I mean, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, how how much of this is, like, still held your interest if we weren't already doing it? I know that you guys had mentioned before, if, we, if it was up to you guys, we probably would have just watched, like, the first season, which was three episodes, and then call it a day. Like, is knowing possibly where what the dad looks like or having them reunite, is that actually do anything for you guys at this point i would say not really i, I really just want to finish it because i don't want to get 80 percent. i do this a lot of times and i hate that i do it where i get like 80 percent done with something and then i mm-hmm. it takes me forever to finish the last 20 percent. like last of us like well that or more more uh, notably like final fantasy 7 remake i still haven't finished it and i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm close <laughs> to the end <laughs> Uh, but technically, it's not the end end, right? I mean, that, well, that game's the end of that installment. I see, I see. 
or uh, um, Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead. Yeah, two. Uh, I don't even know if I'm close to the end, but I stopped playing it and I don't know what happens. So. Well, you uh, this is a public service announcement. Try to finish your video games before new ones come out, because then you'll never get a chance to go back to finish them. Exactly. Because I have a huge backlog of PS3 games that I never got around to finishing. PS3? I know. Like, they, they, they just started building. And I told myself when I bought the PS4, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy a game with this, and I'm going to finish it. I don't even remember what game that was, and I guarantee you I didn't finish it. Wait, so you're telling me that there's some sort of story mode for Tiger Woods PGA Tour. <laughs> uh, that one I did finish. <laughs> And then I finished every other rendition of it because it was PGA Tour, Tiger Woods 2013, and then there was the Masters Edition, and then the <laughs> Historics Masters Edition. I finished all three. PGA Wait, did you do New Game Manager. Plus? Did you do the Putter Only Challenge? Did you do... <laughs> uh, yes, I did the Putter Only Driver Challenge. Driver Only? <laughs> I wish they would let you do that. I, I don't know. I've never done that. Actually, it'd be kind of funny if they actually had that um, I think I think a good stream for you, David, would to be to play a golf game, but you're only allowed to use the clubs uh, that the chat tells you to. Oh, okay. Hmm. Then you guys are always gonna pick putter, exactly. And then when I yeah. get to <laughs> putter, okay. And when you get to the green, it's gonna be like the the sand wedge or whatever. Oh shoot. Yeah, maybe. All right, we'll we'll think about it. I definitely have always really enjoyed. Sports games, especially golf and uh, basketball. Well, hang on, golf's not a sport. Golf yeah, is a sport. On. It's in the Olympics. <laughs> Next, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't have teams. had that uh, that argument eight years ago. <laughs> Street Fighter is also in the Olympics, David. Yeah. Esports are going to be in the Olympics too, David. Now what? Is it really? Yes. So are you are Woo! you saying that's a sport too? Are, are you saying well, that's a sport? Yeah. Because there's always the risk of carpal tunnel. I think if as long as there's a risk to injury, I think it's considered a sport. So really, is so masturbating a sport? <laughs> ben, I don't know what you're doing, but it's way too aggressive. If you think that, that's well, then you're just not having a good time, David. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not doing it right. <laughs> All right. Um, any other thoughts on this episode? I think we're, we've definitely jumped the shark on this one. I think they wow. 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 For the wow. oh Ben, I'm surprised wow. you know what that reference is. That reference is mean? really, that... really, really old. What, what do you mean? It's what, like a common shark? trope. It, or it's a common phrase, you know, jump the shark because it was taken yeah. from happy days. And now you can like you know, you could there's an actual site that measures when a show actually jumps the proverbial shark. Okay, okay. for those who don't know, jumping a shark with the TV or with anything means where a show or some sort of form of media just goes way overboard, you know, and just kind of transforms and starts going downhill, essentially. It's the damn. moment when you can pinpoint when a show just starts degrading. Damn, becoming baby. less uh, just got relevant. Yeah. So you could say that we jumped the shark on... We do that on every zero, episode. Zero, zero, zero of episode <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Our first fake sponsor was probably the, uh, the part... I think it was black people meat. <laughs> oh, it comes full circle. Yep. 47 episodes ago.
right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap that part up. We'll jump straight over to our box office rundown. Um, if you've been following along with the news and you live in the U.S., uh, you know that nothing is open again. Um, they have rolled back all of the reopenings, especially some of the hotspots, especially where we're at in California. Um, and uh, they've already started to push back some of the uh, movies, like, for example, Tenant. I think was pushed to the end of this month, correct, Ben? It was, yeah. <laughs> oh, did they move it again? It's it's not even on a release schedule anymore. It's <laughs> delayed indefinitely now. David, you realize it's almost it's pretty much the end of July right now. Yeah, I know we're we're a week away, so <laughs> it was supposed to be July thirty first. Yeah, so it's yeah they pretty much gave up and said okay it's not coming out until it's deemed necessary. So yeah, that's now delayed indefinitely, and so is Mulan now. Thank God. But it's not going to go on to Disney Plus. I thought that was what we assumed was going to end up happening. There was no way that a movie like Mulan was going to go into Disney Plus. The whole purpose of that movie was to get buddy buddy with China. That was like one of the big selling points of it. And guess but isn't what? China China technically is open right now? I mean, China's they're they're cool. yeah. You yeah, so, you will watch later. Yeah, so they are rolling some stuff open. However, there have been outbreaks in China with these like uh, lax, uh, lax opening restrictions. Mm. So I think they're still trying to figure things out. But uh, there have been talks about international releases for movies now superseding U.S. releases because of how everything is going. So you know, usually in the past things would release in the U.S. earlier than they would in international. <laughs> so uh, there have been times where I've watched something in, you know, over here, and then I go visit my grandparents or something in Indonesia, and just like, hey, new release, you know, uh, fucking Guys, end, Endgame or something. Have it's you like, seen Avatar yet? Yeah. You... <laughs> it's basically yeah. Dances with Wolves in space. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm... Or Poke, when or is Avatar 2 coming out? Uh, is that was that, that slated uh release? yeah and it got delayed again so now we're not gonna see it for a while again um yeah i had a thought uh that's that's great buddy that's that's great <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get him next time champ <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say um uh, right now at this point kind of like uh James Bond, uh, No Time to Die. They are put. They pushed it up from November to number November twentieth, but then the UK releases like a week before that, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, that is the current state right now. Um, you know, we'll use this time if you made it this far into the podcast. Definitely, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Stay six feet away. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. You know that kind of stuff. Um, and your other thoughts about the current state of the movies? I miss Releases. going to the movie theaters. Yeah, I mean, hmm. dude, I, I kind of miss that. Be able yeah. to yeah. sit there. So what would it take for you guys to feel comfortable to going back? Would it be no AMC actors in their uh, in their promotional spot not catching coronavirus? <laughs> uh... 
I don't know. I'd probably feel safer once there's maybe a vaccine or something. <laughs> so we're not going back to So the Those Have Seen Ghost podcast will not be going back to the movie theaters until March 2021. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Oh, man. Good thing and then we could, I could finally unbox this box of spoons and throw them at a screen. <laughs> it's not even for the room. I just want to throw these goddamn spoons. <laughs> so we're going to need to for you to Take those spoons back to your to your car. Don't worry, I'll what clean them up I... after. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. All right, we'll just go over to our movie of the week this week, Shaun of the Dead. All right, that was it for our podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Next week. Go ahead, David. Oh, no, Ben, you I've been doing it for the last couple of weeks. I didn't want to take that away from you. Oh, but okay, fine. So, um th- there's a guy <laughs> I'm named just kidding, Sean. I got it. Okay, what? good. In an unassuming life, Wright, who makes really good movies I like. <laughs> I like Edgar Wright. I'm Ben. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Wow. <laughs> Michael Sarah right, cool. stars in a No, I'm just kidding. Um, British British Michael Sarah stars. <laughs> Sean has an unassuming life as a supervisor at a uh, electronics store. Oh God! This and is not, every day this is not he goes in, summary. and it doesn't seem like anything is about to happen God. until a zombie apocalypse happens. Falls upon. You could say happen again. Happens. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I had this prepared. You guys threw me off with the, the thing about I've been the movie thing. You off. You're the one who led into this. I didn't write it down this time. Then you weren't prepared. That's like I, the definition of being prepared. He's like Jay-Z. He doesn't write anything down. Yeah, but Jay-Z is actually successful. <laughs> well, I guess you're not like Jay-Z then. I'm nothing like Jay-Z. Well, that was a great riveting synopsis, David. Ah. <sighs> This is too early for this. <laughs> Sean's life sucks. <laughs> yeah, suck and then down. a zombie apocalypse hits. Who will survive? Him, his friend Ed, his girlfriend Liz, his mom Diane, Barbara, or maybe their friends David and Mary. The whole goddamn cast. Yeah, and, and his mom's name is Barbara. You know. Diane. See, I don't know anything about this movie. Why are you guys letting me tell the synopsis? Did you not watch the movie? (laughs) You picked it. (laughs) This is no. I picked Hot Fuzz. No, you didn't. I picked Hot Fuzz. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I gotta ask Stu. How many times have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Uh, Probably about as many times as I saw Hot Fuzz. A, A small handful. Maybe like five or six. Yeah. What about you, Ben? Uh, I think this would be my like fifth or sixth time watching it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't like this one as much as Hot Fuzz? I don't, but it doesn't mean that this is not a very you know a great. So movie. you're saying Edgar Wright doesn't make good movies? Are you oh, going to walk that masterpieces? He makes masterpieces. All right. Apparently not this time. No, that's just not <laughs> as much of a masterpiece as it was compared to Hot Fuzz. I will say. 
This so is you're still saying a very he's capable perfect. of less than perfect. Not less than perfect, just you're not. You're saying he mailed this one in. Mailed it into the Masterpiece Collection store, am I right? Hello, Masterpiece store. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I have enough. So I can send you something. I, I mean, I really enjoy this movie. It's just that I think it's not as matured as, say, Hot Fuzz. You know, not as dialed in. It, it, it seems like something where Edgar Wright was still kind of trying to find his footing but there were still a lot of things that were really great about it. It's just not as finely tuned in as, say, Hot Fuzz. That's why I like Hot Fuzz. It was something where, you know, Edgar Wright knew what he was doing, had a good plan for what to do, and he had, you know, on the technical aspect, it was really just all set in place. But this one is still a really, really, really good movie. You know, it's Shaun of the Dead. It's like one of the most iconic horror comedies of all time and i don't know why we're doing this for the the action yeah segment, i was gonna but... i was gonna gripe on that um, there's tons of action in it this is david your mm-hmm. ass at picking action movies Boo. i was gonna piss, pick mission impossible why the, then why didn't you <laughs> <laughs> this I is like the see Shaun of the dead because <laughs> like we could, we could have made like zombies, uh, zombies, an entire uh, volume yeah. of. Now that's what I call Cinco's. And now, and if we do that, this movie will be disqualified. Yeah. Unless I pick it again. <laughs> See. Uh, I we guess. run. We run this podcast. I run this podcast fast and loose. Okay, the, the <laughs> rules don't really apply anytime. Great. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to uh, now. That's what I call Cinco's. Uh, a children movie edition uh this week we're watching a house of a thousand corpses because <laughs> anyone who hasn't watched this movie is a babby <laughs> <laughs> well david so oh sorry um it's, come on host us host us come on yeah come on david for your guests, entertain What, dude? You guys are also hosts. No, I'm just, I'm just popping in. You know, this is my place. You know? You've been popping in for the last forty-eight episodes. Yeah, because you know, I like your what you got going on here. You know, I, I like <laughs> you know being a guest here, and uh, you know. But you always leave a mess. Well, you know, it's your your job. You're the host. You know, maybe yeah, you should you tell me to up. clean up my shit. You know. Bring your own cleanup supplies. Um, all right, uh, Stu, um, do you have a rating for this one? I mean, has it gotten better with age for you? No, I think it's it's pretty. Uh, I would I want to call it almost timeless, except it's going to be like a, one of those could be potentially one of those movies that's like kind of like a you know the there's like Cold only classic. a handful of movies where it's like. A, the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be like, I don't know, Labyrinth. That was supposed to be like a timeless movie or something, or like not not timeless. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It's like it 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 ages well, except for the fact that they all have like uh those they show their phones and stuff. So I was like, well, that's gonna break anyone out of you know is if it's 20 years from now when we have like implanted phones in our heads. 
uh, nobody's <laughs> going to be like, what What are those things they're holding and dialing on so much? Uh, oh, so when people see this in another 15 years, they're like, what are those discs things that they're throwing? Yeah. Even, I mean, even now, probably people are saying, kids would probably say that if they saw this movie. Yeah, don't worry. There's always going to be hipsters. Right. Hipsters will always use old cell phones. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But I like I like it. It's I like the I really like you know, how they did the whole uh, the mesh of zombie genre and comedy. Um, I think they did uh, both parts pretty well. Uh, the zombie stuff was good, uh, and the and the comedy stuff, and they how they kind of like slowly bl- overlap and see kind of seamlessly blend together. Uh, where it kind of starts off as like a a, a comedy a bit, and then. Uh, as the movie's kind of going on, it's slowly like showing you these things in the background that are happening, but like the main the main characters are just oblivious to it. Which uh, I would kind of imagine how like a real zombie thing would happen, where it's like nobody nobody really thinks anything of it. Like you know, maybe COVID's a, a zombie thing, and we just don't know about it yet. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I liked I liked all that and. Uh, I do have some gripes with uh, decision making in the movie, which I guess I'll factor into my score. Um, okay, you know zo- zombie survival decision making. Um, so I'll give I'll give this movie a, an eight and a half. Okay, so if it wasn't for the zombie decision making, if this was let's say for example, you have no background on zombies in the first place, you know we don't have the the rules that were set in Zombie Land, for example. Um, Not even. And the rules I'm the, the decision making I'm talking about aren't even really like everyone not really zombie related like everyone knows you got to hit him in the head like not that kind of stuff. Um, I guess like there's no spoiler zones anymore. I can just no say it. not for these no yeah. So like especially for whole, a movie since it was 2004 yeah. when it came yeah. out. I guess it was I guess it was part of the prem or like pro, pl- uh, part of the plot so there was no way out of it. But it's like yeah. I'm going to go pick up my girlfriend who lives in like a, on the nth number floor of an apartment where it's super safe. And we're going to go to a pub in the middle of a, a heavily populated area. Uh, it, and that's how it's somehow supposed to be safer. Uh, yeah, let's but do was, it. And so. But Simon Pegg was so he, darn convincing. basically gets everyone killed. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's like, what you said part of the plot and kind of part of the joke right where he's kind of an idiot and you know that that was his idea of being safe right even though it's clearly not even they they even pointed out like later on in the movie where where dave david right is that his name the glasses mm-hmm. yeah the worst yeah, yeah he, they're in the pub the and it's like why the hell did we go here we were perfectly safe upstairs <laughs> you know and not i mean like halfway through the movie when they're like going towards the pub where sean bumps into his old friend right what's her mm-hmm. name i don't remember her name you know she she's like oh where are you guys you know off to and they're like oh we're going to the pub or we're going to winchester and she's like you, oh you're going yvonne. to the pub yeah yvonne there you go yeah she's like you, you're going to the pub <laughs> and she's like he's like yeah and she's <laughs> like oh okay well good good luck <laughs> you know it's just like, I, I think that was part of the joke you know it's just like it, like uh he couldn't sean can't think of anything past the pub in, in terms of anything like in terms of like a romantic night in terms of like a stronghold that that's where his mind always goes the fucking pub yep. do you think if they hadn't smashed that window it would have been fine no <laughs> okay Maybe. Huh. i think they've been ah fine. but yeah, at the same so time 
Zombie uh, rule number two, no noises. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's actually number two, but um, like anything with glass windows, that's not going to be safe. Yeah, it's true. You need a concrete bunker. Yeah, or an apart be on the you know a high number floor of an apartment building. It can't be that high because he was able to climb. Like, are we assuming that he climbed up three, three? Uh, like well, he scaled the building. It definitely Does looked he... higher than like the second floor, so I think it was at least the third floor. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say it was some something pretty high up, just yeah. so that they could say like, "Wow, Sean actually climbed all the way up here." <laughs> And that okay. was like the joke at the beginning, right? Where it was like, "You, you want me to climb up here? I'll, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it." And like, <laughs> no, if he's just a, a weenie. <laughs> All right. What about you, Ben? Uh, thoughts on it and score? Ten out of ten. Stu's wrong. All right, moving on. All right, here we go. <laughs> Whoa, for a not dialed-in movie, how can um, you give it the same exact score as a dialed-in movie? I would say that. I, think I would say this that is... Ben's scoring system makes no sense. That's what I, I well, would that, say we've that. already come to that conclusion. <laughs> like, fine, nine point nine nine percent. Is that what you or nine point nine nine out of ten? Hitler. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? The the point zero one. Is that what you want, David? Because that's what I'll yes. give you. Nine point nine nine. Okay, perfect. And then we'll round it up to an even ten. Okay, perfect. Which, Which is now we're lot. right back to where we started. <laughs> yeah, your scoring system makes no sense. They, <laughs> Fine, I'll give it a nine point nine nine. Are you going to be happy with that, David? Point zero one. All right, we're going to round that up to a ten. And now we're back to ten. Why is it a ten? <laughs> How is it not dialed in? Okay, we're not doing this. All right, um, Ben, why why a ten? Well, I I mean. I've seen a lot of people, you know, give their review for this and compare it a lot to Hot Fuzz. And I feel like there's definitely a majority that like this much better than Hot Fuzz, however, or, you know, think it's better than Hot Fuzz. I just think I have maybe a bias towards Hot Fuzz in that sense, because it's, it just felt tighter, you know, like there, there's a lot more visual <laughs> gags going on. There's a lot more. Yep, yes. It, it's very fresh and tight. Yes. Uh <laughs> I was just thinking about the conversation earlier about the, you know, seeing other streams and stuff. So, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I felt like Hot Fuzz had like a lot more, a, a lot more going on. You know, it had a lot more rewatchability with, with Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, there's some rewatchability, but it's not as much as like Hot Fuzz where you're like, you could pause a fucking, for, like almost any scene within any given five minutes and find something going on, you know? Like, oh, there's a joke, you know, there's a visual gag about how fucking policewoman Doris is getting split roasted, you know? Like, that that's such a, like, weird visual gag. It's, like, a definitely blink and you'll miss, but, like, you scroll forward, like, a few more seconds and, like, oh, shit, there's another visual gag about how this police officer's an idiot, you know? It's just, like, it keeps going and going and going. Whereas, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead is a little slower, even though... I feel like Edgar Wright movies are a bit fast-paced. Uh, it, it doesn't have as much packed into it, I would say. So it, it's still really, really good, though. Don't get me wrong. Like the, uh, I think what I talked about in the last review for Hot Fuzz was it. You know, it's a movie that feels rewarding. You know, something that pays off for the viewer when they're paying attention, and that really kind of takes place here when. You know, they, they kind of foreshadow the movie as well, right? When uh, I think they're in the pub and 
they're kind of over kind of going over what their plan is with like getting Liz back and it was oh you know we'll, we'll go you know grab a bite at the king's head we'll go save a couple of princesses and like uh we'll come back here for shots and that was pretty much a good summary of the movie where what's his name bill nye gets bitten in the head they go rescue liz and then you know they come back to the bar and they start shooting you know it, like there's little things like that sprinkled throughout the movie but not as much as hot fuzz which i which i loved so that's why i gotta say it's like a 9.99 out of 10 so a 10 yeah so a 10 yeah Great. Even um, for me, the way I look at Hot Fuzz versus Shaun of the Dead is I feel like Shaun of the Dead, yeah, the pacing's a little bit slower. Um, for me, this one's a nine. So it's a point above Hot Fuzz only for the reason that I feel like the story for both is really good. But I can't compare the two except for if you have to put them next to each other. I feel like Shaun of the Dead, you have to pay more attention to because you'll if you don't pay attention to if you like walk out and you come back you may have lost something that you lose that continuity but for hot fuzz like you were saying there's so many like different homages there's a lot of like different callbacks and there's like visual gags and stuff like that that if you were to be one of those movies that uh Stu likes to put in like the background i feel like hot fuzz would be a better candidate for that because of the fact that like you can leave and come back and then you'll still get something out of the movie because it, it kind of continues really well and then you have those like chunks that you were saying like five minutes at a time that you w- wouldn't technically like miss out on anything because there's always going to be something brand new for you to be able to see. So it won't be as it doesn't build up as much as Shaun of the Dead. And I feel like the slower pace for Shaun of the Dead most of the time just comes to the fact that like it's trying to bridge that gap where it's still comedy. But at the same time, it's also trying to touch on those like more serious notes. I know that there, we, we haven't split anything on the spoiler zone, but I, if you haven't seen this movie in, since its debut, you know, 15 plus years ago at this point, I'm sorry, we're spoiling this for you, but like having to, you know, make decisions about shooting loved ones when they turn, right? Um, oh, I'd shoot you guys in a heartbeat. Oh, no, I, I told, I told you don't even have that. to be was, turned. You don't even have to be a zombie yet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not. It's not even a flesh wound. That that's blood splatter. Nope, sorry, man. I can't take a risk. I'm like, wait, what? No, Ben, Stu, no. Ah. You're gonna get bit eventually. I can't risk. I can't risk it. Oh <laughs> god, Stu, there's no zombies. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing: is when we were watching Hot Fuzz, because there was so much going on, and there was like, you know, hit after hit after hit after hit, like that one requires for you to go back and watch more than once. But I feel like in terms of like trying to get through one sitting and then trying to get the most out of it, I felt like Shaun of the Dead caused more conversations. Um, so I was sitting and watching it with Irene and she was just like, after the that moment, that pivotal moment where he finds, he finds out his mom gets bit and there's big fight in between and there's like, no, you're not shooting my mom, blah, blah. He has to make the ultimate decision to shoot his own mom in the face. So that way he saves whoever's left over, even though his mom didn't want to worry and all that stuff. Irene turned to me and said, well, would you do that to me? And I was like, absolutely. I'm not risking whoever else. She goes, wait, what? Wow. You wouldn't try to save me? And I was like, uh, depends so David, on the situation. So, David, how does it feel to be single again? <laughs> I was not because I told her. I was like, and then I told her. I was like, because I would expect you to do the same thing. And I told her, I was like, if we ever get into a zombie apocalypse, I told her, I was like, I, I forgive you ahead of this apocalypse if 
COVID-19 ever turns into an apocalypse where we all turn into zombies because of COVID-19. I give you permission and I pre-forgive you for shooting me in the face and then leaving me to die if I turn into a zombie. But apparently I don't need to do that because Stu would shoot me yeah, as soon as... Already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, uh, I want you to come over to my fortress uh, that I have with all the guns that I, I've been stockpiling. <laughs> Oh God, he's um, infected. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? How dare? Wait, he's not infected. You brought Popeye's chicken. It's okay. Oh, give me the Popeye's chicken. All right, now you're. David, infected. can you go outside and check the mail for me? <laughs> Bang. That'd be it. <laughs> wait a minute. It, I'm sure I'd be turning around, and be like, "Wait, but it's Sunday," and then I see the barrel on my face. Yeah. It's over. Also, it's a zombie think... apocalypse. Why would the mail be delivering? Yeah. <laughs> well, why is Popeye still open? Because that's going to be the most heavily defended uh, that's uh, right. bastion. That's uh, my that's my Winchester. That's yeah. Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new opening in Irvine, the all glass uh, building <laughs> of the new Popeyes Chicken. Dude, we'll be able to see in every direction. Yeah, but I want to go to somewhere where I know the exits and where I'm familiar with. You Which, know? Yeah, feels they're crazy. all exits and they're all entrances and in an all glass building. <laughs> they're going to smell the chicken sandwiches. Or maybe the, uh, how many secret spices does Popeyes have? What is it? Nobody knows. That's KFC that, that, to- yeah, that, that toasted Oh, they tell you, here's the 14 ingredients. Oh, I know. So the at least 15 ingredients and the secret spices at Popeye's is what's going to deter all of the zombies. It's Guys, the, I think it's settled. I think that makes the, sexy, the vaccine for the zombies. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the secret is paprika. I think it's settled. Uh, I think I'm going to have Popeye's for lunch. But... Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You fucking son of a bitch. Can you bring me some? What are you talking about? You have one near you now. Yeah, but you have... Isn't what, it like you're... two minutes away? Wait, do you have DoorDash Pass or whatever? Or... Yeah. Okay, can you use that to deliver no. some to... <laughs> come on <laughs> that'd be really funny if they is it okay all right i know that this has nothing to do with this movie but you mentioned doordash how do they pick which restaurant it comes from why wouldn't it be the closest one to your geographic location it is mm, i've had that oh, has not always been the case you're right you're right. right i don't know how they pick maybe just how busy they are yeah i yeah you know, maybe I'm not sure I think- because I there's a Chick-fil-A across the street from me. I was just like, all right, I'm just going to get lazy. I'll, I'll just order Chick-fil-A. I didn't even want to leave my apartment. There's one across the street because I didn't want to wait in that line. And so I ordered it through the DoorDash pass, uh, through DoorDash, and then it picks the one in Buena Park. Maybe I was like, that one's we- at least 25 minutes away. <laughs> like, why? Maybe that's where How the did- driver was coming from. Yeah, maybe there's not like an abundance of drivers next to you. Or maybe you were just too close to that Chick-fil-A where I didn't see it. <laughs> is that, where is that like, a thing? Maybe they're like, clearly he meant he didn't want uh, food from this one because he would have just gone, walked outside to get it. Yeah, no uh, man could be this lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Ben, may, maybe I might be able to change your mind and I'll, I'll order you DoorDash if you... Yeah. Uh, Go on. I, I have nothing. I was going to say, if you did the synopsis, but I, I just realized we already passed. I'll do it a synopsis. All right, go ahead. Something. Okay. Um, for what? <laughs> for Popeye's chicken sandwich. Go. Yeah. Okay. I'll get. How about this? I'll get you and Letty chicken sandwiches. Okay, for, for doing a synopsis. 
on yes, Chicken Yes, a second synopsis that I will tape oh. over because I'll, I'll do this one. Okay, for, for Sean the Dead. Yes. Okay, so so Sean, mm. he's a guy in 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 London. It's probably not London, but we're, we're going to go with that. It's it, 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 it's it's London, and he's uh he he works electronics and uh, he he he's selling selling TV packages, and he, he doesn't like his dad because his dad's Bill Nighy, but that's okay because he he's got a girlfriend. Holy crap! And her name's Liz, and I, they're broken up now. And now, now, now he's got Ed. I think Ed, Ben's Ed's his best doing friend. his best David impersonation. I know he best, is. This is best horrible. Friend. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then a zombie came. <laughs> and then the zombies and, came. And that's when things got kicked. Twelfth <laughs> gear. <laughs> it's it's Sean with with Ed against the zombie apocalypse as they try and run. With his girl, ex-girlfriend and his mom and his dad to the pub called the Winchester. But there's actually already zombies inside of the Winchester that they weren't aware of. And they're what and the gun that's on top of the bar is actually a real working working gun. It's it's Sean the Dead. It, it it's just called Sean the Dead. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Old yeah, man. What else coming. is there? <laughs> and then he tries to hop over a fence and says, "What, David? You've never taken a shortcut before." And and then it falls over. And then he becomes a police officer in London <laughs> and gets transferred over to to a. Village. Okay. All right. All right. That that's <laughs> it. All right. I'm I'm good. I I can't take that anymore. Oh, that was brutal. Yes. All right, now, you uh, any we, final... now you know how we feel. Yeah. Hey, you guys are the ones who penciled me in to try to do it. We had Ben doing it. Penciled you in. Through. You literally just said I had something prepared. <laughs> no, not today. Wait, no, now it's not today. First, it was I didn't have it written down, but I had it prepared to. Oh, I didn't have something prepared today. Of course, I had it on Monday. Oh, okay. So you're gonna have the synopsis for the movie that we haven't picked yet for Monday. I already know what it is. Oh, you do. You do, do you? Okay, we did actually pick the movie already, but you know. Okay, fine. You. So you're going to do the synopsis for the movie that we're going to do this coming Monday. Correct. Okay. No, I don't want to take that away from Stu since it's going to be his. Choice. Oh, okay. There it is. How convenient. How convenient. We're just going to pass the buck to Stu. Okay, fine. Yep. Thanks for the bucks, guys. Yep. Yeah. My Ben, my did you pick... not want your sandwich or not? No, I, I do want my sandwich, but no, I will get that another time. I will get that another time. Oh no, it was only good for today. Oh well, I already have Popeyes in my fridge, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just like complaining. That's all. So we just sat through that horrible, yeah. awful thing for nothing. No, it was for something. Nope, you're not getting it. <laughs> all right. Uh, any other final thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one on up? Mm, no. Oh, oh! Uh, what game are they to... playing in the in the movie? Do you guys know? Halo? I don't think we got to see it. No, you, there was like a few screenshots of it. I think it was like an it actual looked... game, but I don't know it, what it was. It looked like Halo, was it not? 
No, it was something on PS2. I don't know oh. what it was. I thought they were just, you know, because you know how like sometimes moving TV shows like, hey, Time look at these guys too. playing video games, but they're like clearly not actually playing because it's like those are like PS1 controllers connected yeah. to a Sega uh, Dreamcast. <laughs> so <laughs> Time Splitters 2. Oh, that's right. They're playing Time Splitters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's all I want to know. All right. Uh, well, really quick. Favorite scene, Stu. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, as far as comedic goes, uh, it was the when uh, they first, as a group, they encounter that zombie in the back in the when they're crossing through the yards, and they they give they hand uh, Sean like a I don't know what it, kind of goofy British sport this was, but it was like miniature. Uh, uh, fuck, what's that thing called? Cricket? You hit you hit the ball, and it goes around on a rope, and uh, oh ball, yeah, feather ball. Like some kind of weird British version of tetherball where it's like a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, and he's just and like, he's, yes. <laughs> and he tries to hit him with the tennis ball. He's like, no, this is rubbish. <laughs> and then everyone's just motioning for him to stab. Yeah. They're just like, oh. Um, yeah, that was my favorite comedic moment. I think my favorite zombie moment was uh, is actually a, kind of, a, I think it was a callback to one of the most um, horrifying zombie or kills I've seen in a zombie movie when I was a kid where uh, for it was David's death where he gets, uh, you know, pulled through the glass and then he gets pulled apart and you know shredded and all that kind of stuff um, was actually a, uh, I believe I'm just basing this on what I've seen. This is a, a callback to day of the dead, which is uh, an eighty zombie movie where Ooh. a guy, when I saw it as a kid, I was, I was pretty, uh, it was pretty horrifying to me just because of the way they did it. But yeah, the, a guy gets pulled apart and he's like, screaming the whole time and then as his head is pulled off his scream kind of like mimics or kind of like you know it starts to like change tone as to what a scream would sound like if someone's head was pulled off so yeah that was a a, i like that uh callback how about you ben my favorite comedic moment hands down had to be uh right after they were in the garden and that woman mary was just standing over there and Sean pushes her over and she falls over on what was like an umbrella stand and she gets impaled, right? Oh. And they're just all horrified, like, oh, fuck, we just killed her, you know? And then she slowly gets up, right? And then you can see that, you know, there's a hole in her and she just starts walking over. And it's like the greatest visual audio gag where, like, they're just staring in horror as they're she's walking over and slowly into frame fucking uh, Nick Frost, Ed, you know, just slowly, you know, gets his camera into shot, and you could hear the little <laughs> wind up of his like, crick, crick, crick. <laughs> that, that, that's probably my favorite uh, comedic moment. Now, in terms of Zombo moment, it's actually the same as Stu's. Yes, I'm, I'm a biter. I'll, I'll admit no. that. Biting it. That actually, when I first saw this movie, it was in 2004, but I was in seventh grade, and I was spooked by this because I was still a babby. And I did not like horror films. And I remember like thinking like, this is a terrifying movie. And I thought I didn't know it was a horror comedy until much, much later on. And I thought it was just a straight up horror movie. (laughs) There's nothing funny about this. Well, yeah, it was a guy getting torn apart. Like they were just like, they tore apart his stomach and just took out his intestines and everything. But, you know, watching it, you know, later on, it, it, that 
it's like what Sue said. It's like an homage to an older horror movie, Day of the Dead. And but at the same time, it's kind of funny because like, yeah, they tear him apart. And then it was like, they easily just tear off all his limbs. And then they're trying to like pull him back and his legs just pop off, you know? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how, did, how the fuck did I think this was scary when I was a kid? And then but, his girlfriend yeah. takes his leg and tries to go. Oh yeah, she just like goes into the horde. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to save you, David. With her, his fucking <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, yeah, I'm going to stitch him back together. Uh, for me, favorite zombie and horror moment happens to be the exact same uh when they encounter the guys in the uh, the big dude in the garden and the, yeah. they're sorting through the discs and he's like what about this one and then what about this one and then he goes okay yeah that one's fine and he goes oh but that's that's liz's and he goes oh that's fine and he pulls it and he throws it at him like it it's that comedy where i feel like a lot of times when we run into these zombie movies a lot of times we're we've gone past that point where they already know how to defeat these guys or they may not know how to defeat them, but they know how to avoid them or what the what they're capable of. Like in the in um, in a quiet place, for example, right? It's like three, six, nine months afterwards, right? We don't get a lot of chance to. There's not a lot of the movies where it's like they're still discovering it. It's a lot of it, just like oh, we gotta get away. But this one, it's kind of like they're working through it. There's that first stage where they don't know what's going on. The second stage of, all right, this is clearly something's wrong. Third stage of we got to get our our stuff together and and figure out a way out of it so just kind of like that all culminated in one particular moment that they wrapped in for like i think it was like two minutes they got from oh this is a joke to oh this is real and really quickly and then us adapting as much as possible so for me that's my favorite moment um all right well i think that should do us for us this week um, our movie for next week, uh, as part of that's what I call Cinco's an action. actual action movie. Yeah. Yep, Stu, what was the pick? Terminator Two: Judgment. Terminator Two. Uh, in anticipation of that, do you think our viewers or listeners should watch Terminator or like the first one Vanilla. as well? <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen Terminator or Terminator Two, I don't know what to tell you. Well, all I will tell you but yeah, is we, we both will be Yeah. We'll be back next week with Terminator Two. <laughs> no. Alright, sorry. Was there a joke there? I didn't I didn't get it. The joke we'll, David. We'll, we'll be we'll be back. David is the, David it, the joke is David inside David. David. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh definitely Come hang out with us next week uh, when we review Terminator 2 as well as Street Sharks Season 3, Episode 13. I think we're going to be 15 episodes away from finishing as well as that'll be Episode 49 right before our big Episode 50. Um, Definitely check us out on all your favorite social media platforms. We're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play Music, as well as Apple Podcasts. So don't forget to check us out there, as well as Twitch. Uh, we stream four times a day, uh, four times a week, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> four times a day. Um, definitely hit us up on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Um, and then you can be following us on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well. The Twitch link is in the description. Uh, check us out there. Um, as always, I have been your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Uh, guys, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. 
and uh, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. bye. Wait, so are you sensitive to actual caffeine, Stu? No, well, here's the thing with cap me and caffeine. We we go we go way back. We go way back. Um how how way back? Uh back to I don't know. I think I I think I first started drinking coffee, not regularly, but I first like had it occasionally when I was like a kid, like I don't know, 8. I don't know, I don't know how old I was. 8, 10, whatever. It would be like a thing where we would go out to breakfast and like it was like everyone with all my my parents were having coffee so I'd be like I don't want to have coffee and so I would have like a little coffee with like cream and sugar but but um I don't know coffee like caffeine nowadays it doesn't keep it doesn't wake me up unfortunately it just, it just like keeps you from falling asleep exactly so even if I even if I was like super tired and I had just like had caffeine not long ago and I tried to go to sleep. It would just not let me. Oh, you just like your body would feel kind of restless or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you're just kind of like your, your brain's like awake. It's like go yeah. to sleep brain. And then it's just like, no, <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have <laughs> drank that, uh, that Coke at 7 PM. Like, yeah. For, I do what for I me, want, it's brain. the same thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like if it's before noon, it's okay. By the time bedtime rolls around, <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything past that, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have a coke of this lunch. What time is it? One. Well, I guess I'm not going to sleep today. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna be normal. up till three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, I feel like uh, we had some pretty big revelations in the last couple weeks. Um. Uh, Ben found out that Will Smith's not such a bad guy and that there were some really great movies during the 90s. And I want to tell my parents, drinking coffee before I turned, you know, 18 wasn't going to stump my growth. Look at Stu. Well, I mean, it might have. I could have been like 6'5". Who knows? Yeah. Aren't you, what, aren't you like 6'1"? Yeah. What could have been? I could have, I could have been 6'6". Six, six. He could have been in the NBA. Yeah. But I thought your dreams and aspirations was to be a professional cornhole player. I don't think cornhole was a thing growing up. Yeah. Or maybe you it don't was. know what you know now. It hadn't been appropriated yet to the uh to the millennial <laughs> culture. I still can't believe that ESPN the Ocho is not a thing and that's not on there and then the axe throwing and all that. Why are we why are we trying to put it on ESPN two? Yeah, they got darts, you know, darts. They should have axe throwing. Dude, darts is a real sport. Dude, have you ever seen any of those? Yeah. Those are awesome. But I mean, it's like throwing an axe requires uh more effort than darts and it's essentially the same thing, so I don't see why it's not a sport. Actually wait, no, they do show axe throwing. What am I talking about? They do. And they also have the um, the the woodsman's cha- like the championships or whatever. They do the log rolling and they do the sawing thing, and then there's the uh, world's strongest man competition. Yeah, dude, those are, they show those in like the the the, the periods of the year when like there's like nothing going on. <laughs> no football, no basketball, no baseball. 
Yeah, it's that weird portion of the year where it, I think it's like what right after February, right after the Super Bowl, or actually in February because there's nothing else going on. It's like it's like after the Super Bowl and then in NBA All Star Week, uh huh, um, or like the the break around the NBA All Star you know stuff. So there's nothing. Uh, it's actually funny i'm sure that the, the programming person whoever's setting that up is probably wondering like how can we never get any viewers like we've tried every part of the year and it's like because there's always a major sporting event that's more interesting than the if they were to put that on twitch i guarantee they would probably get a lot more viewers absolutely mm-hmm. a lot more i think like twitch reaches uh very interesting subsection of the uh the not only just the internet but also i think uh if we just start putting on vr goggles for them and then calling it a esport dude i think they would have a hit on their hands all right well if everybody's ready 